Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the host of the Love Is Podcast, Kim Sorrell. Kim, how are you? And, you know, when you talk the shows and you get really, really excited, Kim, it's one of your favorite shows, I know. You know, I do. In the theaters, like the very first showing I could possibly go to to see the first three episodes of season four. And I, I love The Chosen. I love what you guys are doing. I love both of your characters. Kirk B.R. Waller, you have been in over 170 films. you got to be kidding me. I, I don't know. We're the same age, and I can't imagine that kind of energy to be in that many <laughs> films and TV shows, X-Files, and so much more. And you played college football. Man, I don't know. Who knows that about you? But you played college football and won some yeah. awards, leadership awards, and have done all kinds of things. Welcome to the show, Joey Vahidi. Oh, my word. Joseph, I love your character. It's just amazing. <laughs> Joey, you've done some great things. You're an earthbender. I think that's pretty amazing. So anyway, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have both of you here. How is season four going for you with the with the big launch? And did you ever expect it to be in theaters? It, it's been remarkable to see the, the feedback that we've been getting. I mean, we started off as this indie web series. No one really knew what was going to happen with the show. And then here we are four seasons later about to shoot season five uh, in this coming spring. It's become this global phenomenon. It, it's, it's reached over 700 million people. We have people from all different parts of the world telling us about how much they love the show, how they feel they connect to these characters they feel like they're seeing these stories in a completely different light for the first time so you know as as a performer and, and just a human being it's so cool to see the impact that this this show has had on people that's awesome kirk same question to you uh <clears throat> well i will say it's strange to see your head the size of a bus when you go to the movie theater itself that's always a very trippy to see and yeah i mean come on i'm i'm blown away by the success of the show and it's a privilege of a lifetime to be a part of something that seems to be having so much genuine impact on people like all theatrical businessy stuff aside the fact that people are having it has an effect on their lives i mean what a great thing is that i think we all want to try to do good in this life right and so to be a part of something that seems to be doing good amazing and the fact that it's in movie theaters and there is a collective experience and that it's doing so well at the box office i think it's up to 14 million for the first three episodes wow. and the next three are starting today yeah isn't that crazy 14 million dollars 15 million it, it, it's great so it's a it's a blessing and uh, i'm very grateful yeah well and they want to put it out in 600 languages which i think is incredible very ambitious but God can kind of do anything because he's kind of cool that way. So, um, Kirk, you play Gaius. And yes, what an interesting character. I think it's so great to have Gaius uh, on the show, to have this balance, because I think so much in life we think of good guys and bad guys. And nobody thinks they're a bad guy, right? Like, you know, yes. Gaius doesn't realize he's a, you know, on the bad guy team, you know, because you know, it's it's just kind of funny to me. So you kind of play, you know, one foot in each world. And uh, what is what is it like? How do you see the good guy, bad guy thing? Well, I, you know, I don't, you said it so beautifully. I'm so happy to hear you say that. Nobody thinks they're a bad person, ever. 
And you could take the most notorious people in history. Nobody thinks they're bad. Everybody has a reason for why they do what they do. They justify what they do. All of us do from cheating on our taxes to infidelity to whatever. Everybody has a reason that's justified and they stand behind that reason. So nobody thinks they're doing a bad thing. So I think it's the same. That was my approach. You can never judge a character. I know Joey, I, I believe, is the same way. You can't judge the character you play. You have to honor them, step into the shoes. Literally, I'm stepping into the shoes of somebody else. So I need to honor that. I need to respect that. And it's very easy to vilify Rome. Hey, Rome's pretty rocking. They did some amazing things. They did occupy, but they also brought infrastructure and water and medicine and so many great things. The calendar. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you have to look at things. Hey, Super Bowl. They're still using Roman numerals. Just saying. So <laughs> you get you got to have perspective on this. So I, I think I approach it in, in, in that way as as humanly as possible. Now, Joey, is your character a bad guy, a good guy? That's a good question, right? You know, because some people think of him as good and some bad. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, Thomas, I think, has this um, this this unfair reputation of, of being called doubting Thomas. You know, right. I don't think I don't think Thomas is a, is a doubter at all. If anything, I think he's someone who who questions. And the reason he questions is because of how much he loves Jesus. I think a lot of people can identify with that, that I don't think anyone ever questions someone that they love or something that they love because they don't care. I think they question because they care so much and they're afraid to lose that. Um, so I, I do think um, doubter is probably not the best phrase for him. And, and, and I would say, if, if anything, he probably, in my opinion, cares about Jesus the most. See, that's an interesting thing. Kim, would you agree to, with that point? I wouldn't, but I haven't gotten the chance to really go through and binge through The Chosen, which is going to take me a long time. But really, that I would think it differently the way I was taught about Thomas, Kim. Oh, yeah. No, I, I love the way Thomas is portrayed, for sure. And I uh, absolutely. And it, even in the Bible, though, he had a moment of doubt. It's not like he was just a doubter. It was just a, a moment of doubt and uh, wanted some proof, right? And But otherwise, he was a faithful follower. And I, I love it that you seem so intimidated by Yasmin's beauty, you know, Rama's beauty and on um, how that dynamic works. It's so cool. One thing that I love about The Chosen, too, is that it's so groundbreaking in the way that uh, Dallas has put it together and and I think about like his dad with the Left Behind series, that was groundbreaking. And then this, this too is groundbreaking. And um, to uh, put it out there, the life of Jesus in a way that is so human and, and so incredible. And uh, I just, I love that. And um, uh, Joey, I think I heard a story about uh, when you were first on the set and um, Jesus came over and knocked into you and yeah what was yeah. that about yeah so this was this was uh i was only on on set for one week in in season one it was the last week of filming and this is the moment where we were about to film uh thomas and jesus looking at the the urns filled you know and wondering like what are we going to do now that the wine is out they're standing next to each other and i think they're both both standing like this right 
um, before the take, this was probably like two in the morning. We were, we were shooting this and before the take, Jonathan walked by me and just kind of, you know, gave me a little nudge on the shoulder. And I looked back and he didn't look at me. He didn't really acknowledge me or anything, but it was, it was kind of this unspoken thing where he was kind of saying to me in a way like, Hey, you know, I'm coming for you or, or whatever it was. Right. Or like, get, get ready. Um, and you know, that's probably like my second day on set or something like that, but it was, it felt so, it was such a great moment because it was his way of telling me we're teammates, right? We're doing this together. And I think that transfers over to a lot of what you see on, on screen, because in a way, everybody is, is a teammate. All the disciples are this, this team of people who like a sports team, each have their own individual, uh, unique role and job to do. And sometimes that stuff clashes because People feel like someone's not holding up their end of the bargain or what it is. With season four, I think you're going to see a lot of that stuff happening. Um, and I think you're going to start to see people getting really scared uh, oh. because their leader is now doing things that are seriously endangering people. It's no longer just a radical message. It is a radical message to the highest of authorities, and people are taking notice. All right, so season four available in theaters, The Chosen. Appreciate it, guys, worldwide. Uh, appreciate Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right, that was a special simulcast. Neil Haley Show on the Love This Podcast, guys. Take